All right, all right. Episode 10, part two, we got coming up for you. We have got the crossover from DJ Micah B. Followed up, we got the NFL division X Factors. And to finish out part two, we go into the shout outs with the local brews. Y'all tune in, y'all check us out, give us some shout outs, give us some reviews. Enjoy the show. Okay, so now we're getting into the real crossover right now. You know, the crossover into comics and bring it back into sports or whatever you want to. I'm going to give you some names here like I did last time. You eventually got to tell me what's going on Let's here. get it then. Cross it up. All right. Batman and Green Lantern. Cable and Deadpool. Daredevil and Punisher. These last two should give it away. Damian Wayne. Tim Drake. Well, if Damian Wayne and Tim Drake were both Robin. That's close. That is very close to where we're getting. Cyclops and Wolverine. They were on the same team. Yeah, oh, yes, you're, you're right there. And they, and they also dated the same woman. No, it doesn't have to do with dating. I mean, I'm just, I'm just... Yeah, you know. everybody I just named, the duos I named, are on the same team within the respective duos. At one point, they were on the same team within a, in some kind of respected team. Of course, Damian Wayne and Tim Drake, the ties to Batman. But I give you another one. Batman and Superman. Yeah. I didn't even write that one down. Batman and Superman. All of these people played on teams with the person I named, with the duos I named together. You know what the problem was? They all had feuds with each other. Batman and Green Lantern had a big feud. A lot of people don't really know that. Cable and Deadpool, I think we all know what's going on there. That's Cyclops great, and yeah. Wolverine, even before they fought over Jean Grey. They, Daredevil and Punisher, if you watch the series, you know what time it is. Damian Wayne, Tim Drake, you know what time it is. With that. And of course, like I said, Batman and Superman, y'all know. So today we are going to talk about teammates in sports that had feuds. Whether wow. while they were playing or if it was after. And not only that, I'm going to name them after soap operas that oh. I came up with. I came up with names for it. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one is real. You did some, so, some leg work. <laughs> so, the first one, we got Brent Berry and Tony Parker. Of course, they won championships together, but the real feud came later on when Brent Berry was already out the NBA. This one, we call My Teammate Cheated with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know... <laughs> Tony Parker was married to Eva Longoria. Brent Bear, yes, Brent Berry was married to Aaron. I cannot remember her last name right now. Y'all forgive me. But apparently, Brent Berry found out Tony Parker and his wife Aaron were cheating, and they have not been cool since. And they were the best of friends while they were on the Spurs. That's pretty crazy for the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs is like one of them, like <laughs> you know, Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers, like yeah. you know, storied franchise, storied you franchise. You know, stuff to happen. I give you, so let's let's keep it pushing. Matter of fact, one of these people made the list twice, and I'm pretty sure you know who it's going to be. The next one, Smush Parker and Kobe Bryant. We call this one the ball hog. Smush Parker came out in an interview and said, Kobe only scores so many points because he's a ball hog. Kobe's came back and said, I don't like him anyway. The next year, Smush Parker was off the team and traded. Well, that goes to show you who was the actual player there. I got this one. I'm going to call this one. I'm, I'm going to see if you can get this one. We're going to call this Poker Game. The Poker Game. Can you figure that one out? The only, like, teammates that I... I mean, I know Robin and Jordan love going to Vegas. That was, like... A, that's, I do No, but Robin and Jordan like each other. They didn't feud. I'm a, you're going to laugh when I say this one. This one is called The Poker Game because this might be the most recent feud I have on the list. This goes to the Washington Wizards, The Poker Game. Gilbert Arenas and Javaris Crittenton brought guns to oh, shoot each other Lord. into the locker room. 
because apparently Gilbert Arenas owed him money over a poker game. Not pistol game. Pistol game. Oh, that's a good one. I wish I'd have thought of that. Um, <laughs> The next one, we got the Yankees Clash of Class. The Yankees Clash of Class. I absolutely didn't know this one until I read it today. Apparently, the captain himself, Derek Jeter, and Aaron Rodriguez never liked each other, but somehow, some way, they found a way to get it done. I'm not surprised. They it's did very, not like each other. It's very Shaq and Kobe like. It kind of. Yeah. Like, so they yes, they don't like each other, but they're they had a common interest, which was win them chips. Yes. So it's real easy to set aside your differences to yeah. win some chips. Well, winning cares a lot. It does. But when winning when when the winning stopped happening, the clash of class happened because you know, the captain is a stand up guy. He goes and Aaron Rodriguez bought so much darkness on the Yankee front. He didn't like that. Aaron Rodriguez, the steroids thing first and then all the extra nonsense that he would do, you know. He's a very flamboyant person, I would say. Yeah. That's one Jennifer way of Lopez it. and then, you know, just being on the I think he was on the apprentice at one point for yeah. a while. And yeah. then he had a failed stint. At being a team owner or a GM or whatever it was. Yep. Like, yeah. So here's another one I didn't know about. This one, I did know about it, but I wasn't into baseball enough to really read into it. This one is called The Former MVPs. Damn. This comes from San Francisco. Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent hated each other so much, even though they got to the World Series that year, they got into a fight in the dugout in the middle of a game. <laughs> Boy, I <t> <laughs> Well, they wasn't putting winning to. They wasn't trying to win. Yeah, they they got to the World Series though. Somehow they made it to the World Series. You're going to appreciate this one. This one is called the locker room divided. And when I say the locker room divided, I'm referring to the one and only team that the e that the Eagles. McNabb and To. <sighs> McNabb and To. Mm. Somehow, somewhere, they made it to the Super Bowl. They were beefed up. We call it a locker room divided because people sided with To. People sided with McNabb. And as more and more people come out now, we're going to put To slash Deshaun Jackson because that one just came out. And yeah. if you ain't seen the interview yet, you should you should oh, go check it out. Yeah, I just watched that I am an athlete interview, and it was yes, it was very good. Um, it was very good <laughs> to say the least. Deshaun McCoy too. He had some very um very telling things. Yeah, I think the funniest part was when Deshaun was talking about the first time he ran that slant across Ray Lewis's face. <laughs> well, that was that was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for those who haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta go see. You that. gotta go watch it though. Um, I got three more. This this is my top three. Okay. So the first of the top three, it's another football one, surprisingly, because, you know, I do a lot of basketball, but surprisingly, it's football. We're going to call this The Replacement. The Replacement. Yes. We're going to say Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick? No, it's not Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. They, they didn't really feud like that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the replacement. You know, no, this one is even better because it involves the same team. That's the amazing oh, part. Oh, shit. Joe Montana and Steve Young oh, hated wow. it. Joe Montana hated the fact that they got Steve, they traded for Steve Young to be his replacement, and then he got hurt. And then whenever he came back, he would go to ownership and complain that Steve Young wasn't as great as him, this and that. And the next year, he got his ass traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. And y'all know what happened with Steve Young. He went on to win a couple of chips, though. Could we say that this was the beginning of the veteran quarterback and the rookie quarterback type of situation? We could. Because, I mean, it's kind of big. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, I didn't, I had no idea that's how that situation happened because it was before my time, obviously. Yeah, well, I mean, so, it was, it's not that it was before our time. We were just very young. Well, no, this happened, this one happened in 87. Oh, well. No, no, they traded for Steve in 87, and then the, this whole switch happened in like 91 or something. So, yeah. yeah, it's not before my time, but yeah. Yeah, I'm like, man. 
on, it made me question myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. no. Because this that, is also, we had Jerry Rice, we had yeah. you know, Terrell Owens. Like, a lot of things happened yeah. with, the, with, you know, they were still at Candlestick before they moved over to Levi Stadium. Yep. Yeah. So, number two. You might get this one before, once I, once I name my soap opera. This one is fairly recent. It's not a fairly recent beef, but it fairly recently came out. It's called One-Sided Jealousy. And, of course, I am referring to Mike and Pip. Oh, God. And number one, I don't think this should even be a debate. And number two, Pip should worry about future. <laughs> okay. He belong to the streets. She but mm, Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> and then, of course, your last one, I call it Who's Who. And I call it Who's Who's because you hear from everybody going back and forth who was the leader of this team in this duo. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the three-time, three-peat NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers, and of course, the big feud with Kobe and Shaq. That is big. And I always say in the three-piece, Shaq was the guy. Um, The numbers say it was like... Yeah. Uh, averaging 30... What was that? 30, 30 and 15. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, like, when have you seen, outside of the 90s, a big... Well, I guess you could say the 80s too, but a big averaging 30-plus like that in a dominant fashion. Even despite his free throw inability, he would still give you a double-double easy. And by the way, it's still a damn shame that Shaq only got one MVP. Y'all got me messed up, man. So I like I like your feuds. Um, I'm a I'm gonna throw an honorable mention in there just because. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. It is recent and it still kind of goes on. Okay. And it is called the son that left the net. Oh my God! You gotta be talking about Bella and Brady. You already. <laughs> Yo, that's a perfect name. Hey, you hey. Know, hey I'm doing this hey, <laughs> off top of the dome. So, you know, I had to throw it in there one time because there was a feud. There because, was a feud. Because Bill wanted to keep Jimmy G yep. and trade Tom, but Robert Kraft, in this case Pops, wanted to keep Tom, so they shipped Jimmy G out, and Bill didn't like that. So the story goes that, all right, well, Bill said, all right, well, I'm going to take this weapon from you and this weapon from you and this, and now let's see what you win. And they still won two Super Bowls. Yep. After the fact. Craziness, right? Crazy. Tom so, is that dude, man. Hey, Tom went to Tampa and said, I'm going to win me another one. Another one. DJ Cali voice. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So we got another NFL topic. Okay. All right. So after we finish this particular NFL topic, then we'll jump into the, you know, the shout outs, local brew. Yeah, yeah. We about 40, about 40 minutes in. Not bad. By the time we do this edit and by the time this show ends, I'm not going to lie to y'all, it's probably going to be too might even be three parts because I got it. I got a GQ bomb. This yeah. might even go nuclear for your ass one time for the one time. So we are going to talk about NFL division X factors. Okay. So with that being said, it's pretty simple. Looking at all the divisions across the board, you're giving me one player, or in this case, group. And I say group because one of mine is so happens to be a group, like a position group. Yeah, yeah. That is an X factor for that team winning the division. Okay. So let's start with the NFC North. Okay. I figured that'd be probably the easiest one. I'm going to go Green Bay. Okay. And I'm going to say with Green Bay, Uh, most people probably expect me to say something like Aaron Rodgers or the defense. No, I'm actually going to go with the only receiver he basically has returning, which is his tight end, because his tight end has showed flashes. Tanyan has showed he has a he has Randall Cobb too. He, I, I'm just saying. I, I know I know he has Randall Cobb too, but I don't know if Randall Cobb is going to return to any kind of glory like back in the glory days when he first yeah. was with Aaron Rodgers. I okay. think Tanyan I think Tanyan is going to play a bigger part in the offense and be his go-to because that's who he's played with. I think we, he's been there two years now. Yes, two maybe three. Because so that I think this is number three. So he was injured. He was out all of last, yeah. most of last season because of the ACL tear. So that's pretty much his 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 uh he's gonna be probably his go to 
Yeah. And I mean, to me, the Packers are still the best team in the division. But uh, Aaron Rodgers needs some familiarity on offense. Everybody's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. So it's funny. So you say that, and I'm like, you know, and of course, okay, so I have the Packers as well. But my X factor is Matt LaFleur. Ah, okay. Matt LaFleur has had the luxury of having a great running back group. Yep. Devontae Adams and Robert Tanya and Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Now, what can you do now without your ace in the hole? Which your ace in the hole is Devontae Adams. Yeah. Everybody knows about your running game. Everybody knows about Aaron Rodgers. Everybody knows about Robert Tanya because they only had two tight ends. I think it was Mercedes Lewis last year mm-hmm. was the other tight end who, by the way, had the most fire-ass cleats last year when he rocked them damn Grinch cleats with the fur on them. <laughs> them hoes was fire. I don't care what nobody say. I You're rock a them mean bitches. one, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> but I got to say Matt LaFleur. Okay. That's, that's my X factor because now we're going to see what kind of coach Matt LaFleur truly is. I can see that. I can, I can deal with that, actually. Yeah. So let's flip it. Let's go uh, NFC West. There's really only one team that'll probably win that division, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. That one, that one got me. I'm sorry. Let me think. We got uh, I'm not, I'm Seattle. Not. Uh, <laughs> Okay. America, I'm sorry. I just, it just. I can't even think of the teams in the NFC West right now. Uh, yeah, you can. The Cardinals. Okay. Um, uh, the Rams and the Niners. Uh, okay, yeah. Surprisingly, okay, maybe not surprisingly, I'm not going to pick nobody on the Rams. Okay. I'm, I'm not because Aaron Donald is still there. The Rams still have a very, very formidable team, even with uh, Robert Woods gone. I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Robert Woods gone. So I'm actually going to say my X factor is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. So are you picking the Niners to win the division? I'm not picking the. I'm not. I'm not picking the Niners to win the division. I would go with the Rams to win the division. But if Jimmy Garoppolo can, Bill Belichick misses so rarely on players, and if Jimmy can just throw for. 4,500 yards this season. I mean, he has talent all around him. Now, mind you, Jimmy G is recovering from a shoulder injury, and he may not even be the starter. It may actually be Trey Lance. Lance. So if they trade Jimmy G, that would change your X factor. But I understand what you're saying, because he's not traded yet. So we can chalk this up as... I really believe had the 49ers had an elite quarterback, they would have been in the Super Bowl. I agree with that. I do. So, like, I think the quarterback position for the 49ers, just, just, let me just say the quarterback position for the 49ers would be my X factor because they're loaded. They're just waiting for a dynamic quarterback to just come and be like, I got you. I'm That's going it. to get you the ball. Yeah. So, like, for me, of course, I got the Rams winning the division. Of course. My X factor is actually going to be Matthew Stafford. Why do I say Matthew Stafford? Because now Matthew Stafford has accomplished everything that he probably wanted to accomplish. Yeah. And now, can he manage the Super Bowl hangover? Complacency. Can he still keep the turnovers down? Can he still win those close games? Knowing that, you know, teams like San Francisco are there, which gives him problems. Knowing that Green Bay is there. Knowing that Tampa Bay is there. Like, Matthew Stafford is going to be my X Factor for that division. I can deal with that. I like that. NFC South. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, Um, and... um, Oh, the Saints. Let me not. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. That's 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 what I, I'm. He's supposed to get Michael Thomas back. Um, and they added Jarvis Landry. They added Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara still there. Uh, they added some pieces on defense. So I understand. I understand that because we have the same um, X factor. I think. It's yeah. Jam- Jameis Winston is the X factor. Yes, I know. I could have went with Tom Brady, but. Tom Brady's not even the X Tom factor. Tom Brady's not an X factor. Tom Brady uh, is the factor. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> no, there's like, no X factor. He's, he's no, the no. factor. Like, yeah, there's no X factor. Like, they, the Tampa goes as Tom Brady goes. But in this case, yeah, the X factor of that division is definitely in my book. It's definitely got to be James. Yeah. Like, I know. I knew we were going to have the same X factor in that division. Um, Because number one, Trevor Simeon ain't it. And uh, neither is, what is James' backup? Taysom Hill? Yeah. Sort of, kind of. 
Yeah, yeah, sort of, kind of. Yeah, he's not it either. Hey, the ninety million dollar man. I, he, no, he's a football player. He's, oh, a, he's yeah. a very good football he's, player. He's everything that Tim Tebow wish he could have been. Oh, I hate you for that. I really like Tim Tebow, man. I hate you for that. Okay. All right. NFC East, or least. Okay. Or whatever uh, you want to call it. Surprisingly, I will say it's not really surprising. I'm not going to be surprised by No, that. actually, uh, no. I'm going to say the quarterback for the Redskins. For the Commanders. For the Commanders. My bad. Taylor I, Heineke. I don't know if Taylor Heineke is going to start. <laughs> but who you think they're starting over Heineke? I have no idea. I, I mean, it's still, we're still in offseason. You're right. So, I'm going to give you that. Um, um, okay. I don't know. I think uh, the Commanders, a couple of years ago, they were right there with Tampa Bay in the game. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Plays. I like Taylor Heineke personally. No, no, as a I do too. Like, I like Taylor Heineke. I like Davis Mills. Like, I like yeah. those those two young quarterbacks. I, I, I like them. Uh, I think the Redskins are capable of winning the division. Although I don't have them winning the division, and you know me, I like the Giants. I'm I'm over Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes has shown me exactly who he is and what he would be in the NFL already. We're what we're going into what season five or season yeah. four. He's Dan, Daniel Jones is the losing factor, and uh, yeah. yes, America. I know, I know. He said it twice, but he meant the Commanders. Yeah, well, there's a transition for some of us still. It's right? still a transition. Like, um, so my X factor, I'm actually going with Jalen Hurts because now Jalen Hurts has been surrounded with everything he needs to one win the division which i did pick them to win the division and two for them to win double digit games okay like adding shout AJ out to brown, the east side adding time. aj brown you have the second year of Devonte smith you know you've got you got a solid run game you've got pretty good bigger run pretty big pretty running backs you got a not too bad defensive unit yeah your your corners were a little suspect last year but you kind of addressed that yeah so i think jalen this is like jalen hurts is the x-fact they might be the most solidified team in that division overall yeah just well-rounded like there's there's not like a a glaring weakness where it's like, oh, that's what we're going to attack every single time. Yeah, because I think even even their coach got, you know, he learned a lot last year. Yeah. I, I actually think he put together a pretty good overall offense. Yep. So now that Jalen's been in this system, coming up on the second year in this system now, we're really about to see something. Yeah. All right, go to the AFC South. Oh, man. Texans, Jags, Colts, and Titans. X-Factor Matt Ryan. Ooh. Uh, yeah, X-Factor is Matt Ryan. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't say I saw that one from you. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, what's the running back name in Indianapolis? Jonathan Taylor. Jo- right. Okay. Indianapolis is solid on defense. They're very good on offense. They kind of was in a situation with, with uh, San Francisco where it was just they need a not a I mean of course Matt Ryan won the MVP before but you don't necessarily need a MVP quarterback but um at that point in his career uh why did this dude's name slip my mind the guy from the Chargers oh Philip Rivers Philip Rivers at that point in time in Philip Rivers career he was I mean Matt Ryan is kind of on the downhill side of his career too but I still think he he's a more competent quarterback than Philip Rivers was at that point when he was playing with Indianapolis Fair enough. Um, and plus, the Titans, I feel like the Titans are going to take a step back. Um, I'm not a believer in their quarterback. Never have been. Uh, okay. I think Tannehill is pretty good. He's, he's a starter. <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah. He's a starter. You're always going to need a serviceable starter. So I will, uh, and I don't believe in the Texans doing anything this year. And the Jaguars, um, Trevor Lawrence might make the jump, but the rest of the team won't. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with Matt Ryan. And it's not to say that for them to win the division, because I picked Indianapolis to win the division, but for them, in order for them to have a run more than the division, because I think they're the only team capable of doing that this year, is okay. why I would pick Matt Ryan. Gotcha. Um, so, yes, I have the I have the Colts winning the division. My X factor for this division, though, is going to be James Robinson. Interesting. Running back from the Jags. This yeah. is now going to be year 
three for him. He's, James Robinson he, is nice. He survived the Urban Meyer fuckery where his role was significantly reduced, and all of a sudden Urban Meyer gets fired, his role picks right back up, and he starts to produce. Yeah, he starts to evolve. You know, doing what he did in the first year. Yeah. So I think if James Robinson can get back to what he was year one and ball out, I think you have a much better Jaguars team. Yes, the Jaguars had a great draft. They picked up some pretty good free agents. Like, that, that team, don't be surprised if Jacksonville messes around and wins, like, eight games this year. I wouldn't. And like, they have a good young core. They build right through the draft. Absolutely. They, like, yeah. I know people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe they they signed Christian Kirk and paid him all his money. Listen, every quarterback, young quarterback, needs that guy that can take the top off. Yep. And Christian Kirk going to take the top off. LaVishka Sanal going to come back and do what he's been doing. He also has a veteran in Marvin Jones, which we we know we Marvin know. Jones. <laughs> you know, like, let's, like, there's a, and, and defensively, they they actually have some good stalwart pieces on defense. So I can get down with that. Yeah, they. I think they've had a pretty solid defense since, uh, since they made their run to the AFC Championship. Their, their defense yeah. hasn't really wavered. They had one bad season in between when they lost just about everybody, but they rebuilt and pretty And I definitely quick. think Doug Peterson will make a difference. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go AFC North. Our fav- one of our favorite divisions this year. It might be the hardest division this year. Um, whoo, I think uh I think the X Factor is- oh man, I got you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got you. Come on. I think I think the X Factor for this division here is the offensive line for the Bengals. Oh man, I got you here, boy. Ooh. Hey, the offensive line for the Bengals. They made it to the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line. They have addressed the needs drastically. And if these dudes can get together in the offseason, gel and perform. Form Jamar Chase and good old cool Joe Burrow, bruh. It's gonna be problems again next year for that division. I'm telling you. And you know, a lot of people might. I wanted to. I, I kind of wanted to say, well, who's playing quarterback for the the Steelers? But it doesn't matter. Um, Mike Tomlin should have a winning record, but I, I I don't think they're gonna win a division. I don't think they're better than the Ravens or the Bengals. The argument can be made they may not be better than the Browns. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. So because I want to keep this thing compelling, because I had the same pick you did. Um, you better not say what I think you about so to say. So I'm gonna switch the game. Up now since he said the Bengals O-line, which is what I was going to say anyway, but it's cool. I'm going to switch the game up, and I'm actually going to say that the X factor for this division is going to be Lamar Jackson. Oh, wow. Now, now that's not what I thought you was going to say. So, Lamar was banged up. Mm-hmm. He was in and out of the lineup, but the Ravens as a whole, first of all, was banged up. Defensively, they, you yeah. lose Marlon Humphreys, you lose, um, you lost a corner. You lost a lot of key players yeah. on offense and defense last year to injuries, and Lamar was banged up himself, the, the foot injury. And Huntley kept them in the running. Yeah, now, yeah, and Huntley, yeah, Huntley did the damn until thing. he got hurt. The the Ravens will go as far as Lamar's legs, and he had a foot ankle thing going on last year that kept him hurt inside yeah. for a minute. And I don't blame them for shutting him down because he's in a contract year. You wouldn't want him to hurt himself in a more significant manner. Absolutely. So, you know, kudos to them for that. But yeah, Lamar Jackson will definitely be my X Factor. That's not that. what I thought you was going to say. I was, I thought you was going to keep it comedic and be like, uh, well, not really comedic, but just be like, I think it rides on Deshaun Watson's court case. I, so, I, no. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. Not after case number 24. 24. Ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. At this point, I think he's guilty. But. At, at I ex- I almost expect the NFL to almost shut him down for the year, but or he's already he's already served a year because he didn't play last year. Well, that's just him sitting out. So, he wasn't suspended. But he, but they 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 still take into account things like 
quote-unquote time served. Yeah, that's true. But if they shut him down for a year, they've already excused Baker from OTAs. Mm. So They must know something we don't know. Well, no. I'm just Well, they're trying to trade Baker. They don't want it to happen to him. But I'm like, anyway, we'll deal with that on another day. All right, let's go to the AFC East. My X Factor for the AFC East is going to be... I want you to go first on this one. I got to give this some thought because I didn't give this one some thought. I gave all the other ones some thought. I didn't go. I didn't give this one one. Okay. Um. So my X factor for well, okay. So let me start. The Bills will win the division. Okay. Obviously, no. I'm not gonna be a fanboy and and pick my Patriots. Let's be. Let's be real here. We're not ready yet. But my X factor for this division will actually be Mike McDaniel, the coach of the Miami Dolphins. Okay. I want to see what this coach from the Shanahan tree can do with an explosive offense like this to keep the Miami Dolphins in a compelling position to either compete with the Bills and the Patriots or fall the fuck apart. Okay. In my head, I'm missing one team. Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. CJ's punk-ass team. <laughs> okay. So just just for... Uh-huh. Shout out to my boy CJ. Just for comedic relief here. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, I guess y'all. I guess I should uh, uh I guess I should go with Sam Darnold as the X Factor. <laughs> Sam Darnold even in the division no more. Oh my God! Sam Darnold's the quarter was kind of the quarterback for Carolina. Okay. Um. No. Okay. Uh. I think my X Factor is going to be uh. uh I'll go with I'll go with Bill. I'm gonna go with Bill Belichick. Okay. Um. The reason I'm gonna go with Bill Belichick is because he spent money. He definitely spent money in the offseason. Oh, yeah, without question. Um. Now he's had was this two uh, another offseason with Mac Jones. Yes. This is season. Um, this is year two. This is year two with Mac Jones, and uh, I think this season is where we're going to find out the stuff that if Bill can still bring a team together and and corral them because I mean they made it they made it to the playoffs last year. Granted, I mean they yeah. got wild. But they made yeah. they made it to the playoffs. But um, if Bill Belichick is the coach we think he is, he should have a better season this year. And the only reason why I say that is because this is the year for him to prove, like, look, even though Tom is gone, it was a 50-50 thing and not the way most people see it. Like myself, I think it's more like 60-40 or 55-45. Sometimes I lean 70-30. In yeah, favor of Tom, because Tom already won a ring without him. Yeah, I, I I definitely lean more towards the 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 fifty five forty five yeah. thing, but because I mean, let's not let's not get it twisted. As much as good as Tom Brady was on offense, then that defense with Brewski and them boys there just the the early years of the yeah. Patriots' success was Bill Belichick and that yep. defense without question. And then yes, Tom smashed now, that on now, the back end of his now, career. Now <laughs> now hold on now a couple of those Super Bowls, yes, Tom did lead those clutch drives to get them down the field to get them in position, you know, to beat the Rams and to beat the beat the Panthers, all that type of stuff. We've seen all that. But it is the 2010s and above that was Tom, Tom. Brady in that offense. Like, Tom Brady in that offense. Because it took that offense, well, except for against the Seahawks. That was their, that was a combination of both. That was probably their best combination of both. Yes. Because Tom and company had to score a touchdown and get the two-point conversion, and then the defense had to get that stop when yep. – for some reason, Pete Carroll didn't get a ball to Marshawn Lynch, but I don't give a fuck because uh, we won that Super Bowl. Now, that Rams Super Bowl, that was just a phenomenal chess match. It was. Like, that was the coach's matchup. That it was. was. That was probably one of Bill Belichick's best game plan because you had to come up with a game plan to stop the most high-powered offense prior to the Chiefs. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I know everybody wants to talk about Atlanta and what Atlanta did. Yeah, yeah, but, but no, they no, weren't no. as high-powered as the Rams. No, like the Rams were doing things that the Chiefs are doing. Well, have been doing the last couple of years, and 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 that's that's the year when Melvin Gordon was still is not Melvin Gordon. Uh, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was like a stud, and then they then they uh signed. Not to mention Cooper Cup was injured. He didn't even yeah. play. I'm trying to think of the other one. They signed a, another running back. I can't think of his name. Oh, was, uh, from the he played for the Broncos. Oh. Uh, he because he smashed they smashed the Cowboys. Yes, and I cannot think of his oh. name right now. That's gonna bother. I'll think about it eventually. Yeah. Uh, 
anyway, let's let's push forward. Um, let's go with the the hottest quote unquote division thus far. Let's go with the AFC West. AFC West. The I, wild, wild, the West. wild, wild West. That that's a good good way to call that one. Um, you know what? This might sound cliche. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Interesting. Why do you I'm, think I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey. Um, I don't I don't get the cliche part because I don't think that's cliche at all. I think most um, people would have thought you would have said something like Mahomes or Andy Reid. Or I st- I, I was leaning in my head with Derek Carr, but um, I'm gonna go Chargers defense, which is technically upgraded big time. But I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey because Tyreek Hill is now gone. He's going to be called upon. I'm not saying he wasn't called upon a lot before, but he's going to be called upon a lot to okay. to to get a lot of chunk yards or a lot of first downs because before you know last year they kind of adjusted their offense and they started. Grooming Mahomes to take what the defense gives them rather than Tyree get down the field and you chunk it up. Every single play. Yeah. So now with that, with that being with that being said, Travis Kelsey is going to be his most reliable target. And I'm not saying Travis Kelsey's injury prone, but he's going to have probably the most targets he's had in his career. Or at least I, I feel like that. And uh whether or not his body holds up, I think he's going to be the key piece on the offense if they want to win another Super Bowl, especially without Tyreek Hill. Uh other than outside of Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be the key. He's gonna to have to be the key if they want to win one in the next three years before he starts getting on the backside of his career. Fair enough. Um, so I'm going on a slightly different direction. My X Factor is gonna be Juju Smith Schuster. Wow. Because it's a signing that happened that we're not talking about a Under lot. Under the radar. So if Juju can produce any type of numbers he did when it was the pairing of him and Antonio Brown, because I think with the other receivers they have on the roster, I think Juju can win a few matchups. So if you if Juju can essentially ball out, if Juju can give you, I'm gonna say if Juju can give you 1,200 yards, okay, and seven touchdowns, I think that makes a big difference. Now, granted, now is he gonna be like Tyreek Hill? No, give you, you know, ten. But most people 11? ain't gonna. Most people no, no, no. Like but Tyreek I Hill. think if he gives you 1,200 yards and seven touchdowns, it that's, helps. That's offset, a good season. It helps offset the pressure that's gonna be on Travis Kelsey yep. and on Patrick Mahomes because, mind you, they don't have. The Honey Badger. They don't have Daniel Sorensen, a.k.a. Barbecue Chicken. They like they lost a lot of key pieces, and Tyreek yeah. Hill obviously being the biggest piece. And they also lost um, They lost Pringle. Yep. They lost um, Sammy Watkins. They lost um, they, one they, more receiver. Um, they lost another receiver. I think, was it, I think it was Robinson or something like, that, something like that. But they lost a lot of – the Chiefs lost a lot of pieces in the offseason. Yeah. And I think people are, are sleeping on the fact that that actually happened. Yeah. But – That's why I picked Travis Kelsey because he's, yeah. he's the most familiar and he's going he's gonna to have a heavy workload on him this I year. I would not be surprised if Travis Kelsey is one of the first – Five players drafted in fantasy. This yeah, year. don't let me be in the top five because uh, don't let me be number. No, let me be number three because he's coming off the board, and I don't ever draft tight ends that high. <laughs> I don't either, but we'll see. We still got some spots to fill up in the league. We'll Sneaker talk about, into my mock picks. We'll we'll talk about fantasy stuff as uh, once the NBA finals end, we'll start really getting into our uh, into our fantasy stuff because fantasy draft is around the corner. Around the corner. So, um, just kind of give y'all a little heads up. So we don't draft until after the preseason. Yeah. Because we had one year. <laughs> Woo! I think we drafted. It was like the second week of preseason, and a bunch of us had players get hurt. That was the year where Miami's tight end got injured. Like yep. a lot of key players got hurt, and it really fucked up a lot of people's seasons. Yeah. So we no longer draft until the week of the fourth preseason game because we know for a fact there's no starters playing. Which now this year there is no fourth preseason game, so we'll be drafting fairly early. Which is good so we'll have our discussions uh we won't give away too many trade secrets because we do play each other quite a bit now 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 after we 
pre-draft. We will talk about what we went in the thought process and things. We'll give yeah. a, we'll give you a very in-depth, you know, fantasy breakdown of how we came, Absolutely. What we came up with. But um, we have reached that time of the show. Uh-oh. It is time for the shout-outs hey. and the local brews. Um, normally, of course, I always have DJ Michael B go first because I always got to get the brews together. But I got the brews sitting there by my leg, so you get to go first. I'm gonna hand this off to him first. Go ahead and slide that thing down. Okay. And uh, so we're gonna get these brews going. First and foremost. So we got us the Battle Snake Super Fresh Double IPA from the Martin House Brewing Company out of Fort Worth, Texas. This thing is 10% alcohol by alcohol, alcohol content, alcohol by volume. Excuse me. I'm sorry, y'all. And it is made in Texas by Texans. That's what the can says. I'm just reading it. Actually, I like the way this can looks. I've been saving this one for a while. This can is dope. So you got a literally a rattlesnake in battle armor with a nice ass pistol with some basically what look like some pit viper type of uh, glasses on. I'm scared to drink this so, one. Hey, <laughs> it's called the battle snake, my G. So we got to go with it. So let's crack these things open. That's a nice bite on the IPA. That's Not too bitter. Definitely an IPA. Definitely got a snake bite on it. Wow, but I definitely like it. I can get down with it. So, as you guys know, this is the season finale of season one of Gentleman's Talk. So, our shout-outs are going to be a little different for this one, but I believe in my mind that they are absolutely necessary. Okay. So, um, I'm going to start my shout-out simply with Jewfresh, because when we put this show together, the hardest thing we tried to come up with was what music to use for the show. Yeah. We had so many different ideas and this and that and this and that, and nothing clicked until I was like, well, what about this? And it's an original. And it's an original track from close friend of ours we yep. call a brother and it just made sense because we we are big components of supporting just the local bros the local bin the local everything you know so it only made sense so that's my first shout out of course to the jew fresh um we didn't get a chance to interview him when he was here in houston but we got something coming for y'all in season two yeah so don't y'all worry it's already in the works and we're going to continue to use the song absolutely um yeah we're not just because the season's change don't mean the song gonna change unless he come out with some other fire that we got to put on that thing one time for the one time um i'd like to give a shout out to my co-host and my co-producer across the table from me, DJ Micah B. We made a dream come true. We've been talking about this for years. We made this happen. We're 10 episodes in now, and it's been a hell of a ride. Man, 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 man. Like, you know, we just getting started, but I love it. Yes. You know, um, you know, my third shout out, I got to give a shout out to Apple Podcast because this morning I woke up and got a, a nice little email that said, Gentlemen's Talk is now number 163 ranked doom, 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 in, the, doom, doom. in America on podcasts in the hobbies category. So let me drop an applause for that one time. So as you guys know, it's been a grind. And if you guys don't know anything when it comes to how the ratings work, the ratings work just like stocks. If we don't keep pushing content out, our rating drops. We keep pushing content out and it's good and we get the ratings and we get the reviews. It keeps going up. So the show doesn't climb without you, the fans. We can only do what we're doing from this particular area, but it's on you guys. I mean, y'all with all the listens. And with all the reviews and all the ratings and all the feedback, all of that helps. So those complete my shout outs. What you got, DJ? Well, first, um, my first shout out is going to go to my brother, my brother Ivan. Ivan has listened to every single 
episode of our podcast. Every single episode. Uh, when family supports you, there ain't nothing like it. Of course, when I DJ, he's always there with me as long as he's not at work. Um, so when your family believes in you and believes you can do it, man, you can achieve anything. Uh, my second one, of course, to echo your sentiment, bro, it's been one hell of a ride, dude. We said we were going to make this thing happen and we've been talking about it for years upon years, whether it be a show on YouTube where we just do a rundown of things and this and that. We finally made it happen. Um, I don't think there's a better co-host for me anywhere in the USA or anywhere in the world. Uh, we just get it. We just, we get each other. So, and I think that that plays a massive role into anything you do in life. Yeah. Like whether it's my, me with my significant other, whether it's you and I with this show, like yeah. if it, me and my, me and my coaching staff at CCISD, that you want to talk about a brotherhood. Yeah. We got a group chat that stays pretty live over there with all of our coaches. If you don't have those people that get you to where y'all feed off each other, y'all bounce off each other, yeah. y'all can do things without the fact that myself and DJ Michael Boggs were able to do this mostly without talking about what we're going to say because knowing how we know each other we know what the other person is going to say say about 85 percent of the time 85 percent of the time because we throw a couple takes out there and we're like okay i didn't think you would go left field yeah. like that but you did but that's i appreciate that because it's you know i wouldn't i wouldn't do this show with anybody else absolutely if i didn't have you as my co-host i would be doing this whole solo dolo <laughs> and um my third i'm gonna give i'm gonna give a shout out to three groups of course number one my zing zing family uh zing zing you know uh i'm the official dj of zing zing international uh i wasn't one of the originals but they don't treat me any different since i've came in um i'm the last surviving dj on that group uh i want to give a shout out to my vibes fm family which is my boy curtis and my boy canis we've been rocking together for years now as a dj y'all always hold me up i try to do the same for you and then of course Last but not least, to my LXG family, I only got one thing to say. Hold up. God, God damn it. I love that. Beautiful shout outs. Uh, we're going to transition a little bit. Um, so we're going to not necessarily slow it down, but we kind of have this little, little new little mini thing I'm throwing in there. So I've been I've been networking a lot. I've been linking up with a lot of friends that go back to high school, go back to yeah. middle school, all over the map. So one of my one of my good friends, ironically, his um. His pen name fits the gentleman's talk, you know, persona perfectly. Yeah. So we're going to continue to call him Mr. Noble. So that's, that's his name. That's what we're going to stick to. So he's been every Monday. He sends me this stuff on um, Facebook Messenger and it's stuff that he writes. And the more and more he sent me now three in a row and each one like just kept getting better and better. So I, after this third one, I was like, I think I'm going to start using your stuff with your permission, of course, on the on the podcast. Right. That's all right with you. And he was like, he's like, hey, I'd appreciate that. He's also another person that listens to the show very much frequently. So, you know, I'm all for it. Then, all right, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to episode 10, part two. Coming up on episode 10, part three, we have got the words of Mr. Noble. We have got the top 10 NFL next-gen stats explosive runners of 2021. And, of course, we're going to get ready to follow that thing up and close out season one with the Real Talk segment. And I'm telling you right now, I got a bomb for you. Peace. We love y'all. Rate, subscribe. We appreciate all the feedback from y'all. Tune in for part three. Those situations and learn from those and have them, you know, uh, make me a better person later in life. But if I don't take that stuff and apply it someplace else, then that is that's failing, which to me is the worst possible thing you could ever have is to stop and to not learn. When you see me in my zone.